ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. The number of workers employed in Australia under the Pacific Australia Labor Mobility Scheme, or PALM Scheme, has quadrupled since 2020. They now make up about 10% of our agricultural workforce. I'm Bridget Herman bringing you the show today. The Australia Institute says despite changes that have come into effect over the past 12 months, palm workers are still at risk of exploitation. The organisation's calling for major changes to how the scheme operates. Elsie Kennedy has a story. There are now 38,000 palm workers in Australia. It's been a rapid expansion in a couple of years, up from about 8,000 workers in 2020. For Pacific Island nations like Vanuatu, the 10,000 workers from that nation in Australia represent about 9% of the working age population of the country. So it's really important for Australia's reputation and for our relationship with our neighbours that those workers feel like they're well treated and respected when they're in our country. Over the last year, the federal government has overhauled the scheme, introducing a requirement for workers to be paid the minimum wage, receive a guaranteed weekly take-home pay of $200 and a guaranteed number of hours of work every week. In a new report, the Australia Institute says there is still more to be done. The Palm Visa scheme is growing tremendously quickly. So now is a good time to stop and uh, reassess how the program is running and how it can be improved. That's Dr Morgan Harrington, Research Manager at the Australia Institute. At the moment, Palm Visa holders must obtain written permission to leave their approved employer or to switch between their approved employers. This, coupled with problems ensuring the enforcement of minimum wages and the provision of enough working hours for Palm Visa holders to earn a decent wage, have led to reports of underpayment and of people on Palm Visas running away from their approved employer. If they had the right to change who they work for in a free labour market, this shouldn't be a problem. No domestic worker in Australia is subjected to these kinds of restrictions on movement, which fly in the face of the notion of a free labour market. People invited to work in Australia on a temporary basis should have the same rights as other workers. Some employers might argue that they put out money to, for flights, for example, to bring workers into Australia. If that worker then goes down, the, they find a job at a farm down the road, uh, they're going to lose money at that point. How could you set up the system so that employers wouldn't be losing out if, if a worker uh, changed jobs? Well, it's really important that this scheme is win-win, especially because it's growing so quickly. Under similar temporary labour migration schemes in Canada and the United States, employers and governments are responsible for the cost of flights, not the employee. Right. And so you're proposing essentially that employers pay for, for the flights and accommodation without the expectation of recouping that, that money? Yes, that is what our report calls for, and uh, we see that as an investment in the labour force if it is necessary to bring over such large numbers of temporary workers to Australia. The Australia Institute is also calling for a cap on the amount of money that can be taken out of a worker's pay each week to pay back things like accommodation and transport. Our report calls for deductions for accommodation in particular to be capped at 30% of monthly income. Uh, We also uh, suggest that that workers should not have to repay upfront visa costs and that 
all workers uh, on these temporary migration schemes should have access to Medicare. It isn't just the Australia Institute talking about palm workers being able to change employer and bringing down the cost of deductions. These issues have also been raised by palm workers themselves. In November, the Australian National University released the results of a survey of 2,000 palm workers. It found between a quarter and a half of workers, depending on which country they came from, would prefer to work for a different employer. And more than 50% of workers believe the deductions taken out of their pay to cover flights, accommodation and transport were excessive. Vanuatu Labor Department Labor Attaché Peter Foliaki Lokatui is the go-to person for more than 10,000 workers from Vanuatu in Australia. He says he believes a lot of workers do not properly understand the contracts they sign before arriving in Australia. And a lot more work needs to be done clarifying those contracts to avoid conflicts. To me, it all comes down to, um, you know, maybe maybe in terms of not, not understanding what the deductions are or it's not stated in, in the payslip. And, and going with the assumption that someone's taking money that's not accountable. And look, we've seen that happen. And I guess I can, I'll share an, an opinion that, that, you know, it's not representative of my government or anyone. It's just my observation. You know, we speak to the workers and how many of you actually understand the contract? And let's say 10% of the call put their hands up. So that leaves the majority um, not in that space. Peter says if the PALM scheme is done right, it is a big opportunity for Vanuatu workers. I look at Palm as, as one opportunity for someone who's, who's illiterate, who's finished school in grade three, who's never had this, this, this chance to, you know, uh, or even, even the young person who's spent so much years in school just to go back, you know, return back to Vanuatu and, and become, uh, you know, unemployed. This is an opportunity for us to, to you know, build uh, and, and, and become investors. You know, this one, one of the, the things now that we are, we are saying is go I know, go to Australia or go to New Zealand as a worker, return as an investor. How wonderful is that? That means we can equip the local, um, you know, uh, community uh, to build up capacity so that we can, you know, strengthen, um, you know, ourselves so that we can grow, grow, you know, grow ourselves to the point where we can be self-sufficient. A spokesperson for the Department of Employment and Workplace Relations said Palm Scheme workers are required to work for the employer who has been approved as their sponsor. However, there are provisions under the Palm Scheme deed and guidelines that do allow workers to move to a different approved employer. The department may support the redeployment of workers to ensure they're placed in a suitable role with a participating employer in the scheme and the requirements of the scheme are being met. Additionally, any deductions from workers' wages must comply with the Fair Work Act and employers must ensure a minimum net pay guarantee for workers after tax and deductions, including accommodation deductions, of at least $200 per week. All deductions must be agreed by the worker, be at cost and represent value for money. There's currently no plans to cap the cost of accommodation for Palm Scheme workers. They also said the department will continue to monitor Palm's new settings to ensure they're meeting the requirements of all stakeholders.